Can it be that it was all so simple then? Or has time rewritten every line? Oh, is this on? Oh, we got stuff to talk about today, child. Come on. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Crowcast. I am Corel. Welcome to my living room at Maison Boulet. And I severely miscalculated the time the edible would kick in. I'm going to tell you, honey. So we just going to have to go with it. <laughs> Roll with it, baby. Uh, so, you know, starting with the way we were, uh, the song that I was singing by Marvin Hamlish and uh, Marilyn Allen Bergman, sung by Miss Barbara Streisand, uh, it was because... It seems to me that some things are too painful to remember, so we're forgetting them. Uh, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. For instance, uh, right now, uh, three American soldiers have died uh, from a drone attack. It wasn't even a real attack, meaning it was a video game attack. Someone, someone somewhere in a room was, got a joystick and killed our, our three soldiers. And, you know, their families are sad and planning funerals and they're being called heroes and all of that. But... It seems that many have forgotten uh, World War I and World War II. It's too painful to remember, so we don't. And we have forgotten that those wars were steeped in crises in this region. Now, our blind support of Israel has made Iraq and Iran hate us, and the world is sort of frowning on what Israel is doing now, and the unwavering support is, of Israel is sort of... Uh, is winding down, and that's not anti-Semitic, that's an observation. I mean, that's just what's happening. And whether it's because Gaza has better PR people outspreading about the damage and the deaths, or maybe we're just now in the age of social media where we're seeing you know, many more images out of Gaza, and we're realizing that war is horrifyingly ugly, um, maybe it's because we know that the only way any hostages have been released so far have been by deals and treaties and not by bombing. Just me. But, you know, so the unwavering support uh, is winding down. And even the International World Court has now told Israel to, you know, watch out for genocide. And they're using the term. So it's very painful to think of Iraq and Iran and Israel and, uh, and our relations there because it's always about death and devastation and destruction. You know, it really truly is. And so we tend not to want to think about it too much because if we did, we'd realize that this has been an unstable region for a long time, not just Israel and Iraq and Iran and Saudi Arabia, but the whole region. That includes the Ukraine and Russia and the Czech Republic and all of that, the Baltics. This is where wars start, okay? And now there are two conflicts raging in that area and we are involved in both and now Americans are starting to die. And so it's so painful to remember that we don't, but, you know, where does this end, this story? Well, we knew where it ended twice, two other times. That's in World War. And you don't want to think about that on this Monday, and I certainly now with my edible don't want to think about that, but, but that's what's brewing. That's, that's what's happening in this region right now. And so to not think about that 
would be wrong, particularly as we're moving into an election time. You know, I, I'm going to support Joseph Biden. Why? Well, because the alternative would be to support Donald Trump. Uh, and unlike Snoop Dogg, who seems to have no problem with Trump now, he has he tweeted out that he has nothing but love and respect. That, you know, I liked Snoop Dogg up until yesterday afternoon when I saw that he t- was said in an interview in Europe that he has love and respect for Donald Trump because Donald Trump got one of his friends out of jail, gave him a pardon. And I thought, so? You know, are you not paying attention, Snoop? If he were to win, I don't think you'd have such love and respect for him then. But maybe Snoop has been longer, or been rich longer than he's been black. I don't know. And Snoop, you can come at me for that if you want. But see, I grew up right around where you grew up, Snoop, in Long Beach, the LBC, the real part of it, 10th Street, VIP Records, the poor areas that used to be redlined, the places where only blacks and Jews could live. And in the view from that part of Long Beach, ain't nothing good about Donald Trump. I don't care if he got six of your friends out of jail. You know, you can still hate someone that did something nice for you. There's a guy at the park. He's got a turquoise Thunderbird with a convertible. He didn't like where I was parked one day, so he came at me. Why are you parking there? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, just go about your business. And he didn't want to. Today, I, I almost parked in that spot to piss him off. And I thought, why? Why are you going to trigger this guy? And I thought, because he's an asshole. But he did stop for me while crossing the street one time. I don't think that he knew it was me. But just because he stopped, you know, to cross the street or let me cross the street does not mean he's a nice guy. So Snoop, ixnay on the we like Donald Trump, eh? But so it's hard for us to think about Israel, Gaza, Ukraine, Russia, world wars. Really think about them because it's painful and it's depressing. You know, I keep thinking about happiness. I really do. I keep thinking about happiness because it just seems that so few of us are happy unless we're rich. And I don't mean making 100 or 200K a year, which is nice, but I mean having over a million dollars rich. It appears then you can be happy, carefree, think about life. Now, I know there's a lot of rich young people nowadays off of social media, and they're having the time of their life, and good for them. They should be. They should also realize that's short-lived, and I hope they're saving some of that money. But I've been thinking about happiness and how it's so hard to achieve in 2024 because already we got the defamation lawsuit verdict dominating the news. We've got you know Trump taking all the oxygen out of every part of news media right now. Again, we've got an election happening. Climate change is biting us in the butt. Food is expensive at restaurants, at grocery stores. Wages still aren't where they need to be. The homeless issue is far from solved, and it's in our face every day that we go out. It's very hard to be happy. And I don't mean, you know, you could ignore the news, and even if you ignore it, you're still going to hear some of it, first of all. And second of all, you're going to still see the very real problems that we're having. 
And you may not know that there's a war brewing in an area where other wars have brewed. You would think our Congress doesn't. They're busy trying to impeach the, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas. That's what they're busy doing. While the world is waging war, they're busy trying to impeach the Department of Homeland Security guy. Because he pissed them off in some way, shape, or form. Because that's all these politicians are good for now. It's hard to be happy when you have these politicians. So how are you doing it? I'd like to hear from you. I would. at Contact at reallycorel.com. Contact at reallycorel.com or in the comments below. How are you staying happy? I mean, even if you're ignoring the news. Because it seems to me like podcasters, broadcasters, talk show hosts, they're not talking real to you. They want ratings, so A, they're talking about what you think you want to hear, and B, you know, most of them are doing okay financially. And I just think that the view from the people who aren't, you know, who if checks stopped within three months, they'd be, you know, hurting. I think the view from here, it's hard to be happy right now in this country. It's too expensive to live, rents, mortgages, out of control. And you're feeling that if you're listening to me, unless you're one of the very lucky that are making a ton of money or you own your house outright, have no mortgage, have no bills to pay, unless you're one of those people, if you're still working, if you're paying rent, if you're paying a mortgage, it's hard to be happy right now because you're being overwhelmed by bills and by negativity. Great line or a great song in The Wiz. Don't nobody bring me no bad news. And the woman singing it's named Eveline, honey. Eveline doesn't want any bad news. I know I don't either. Well, let's try to find some good news then, shall we? Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We'll talk Taylor Swift. How about that? It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. You know, on the kind of sexist but absolutely fabulous show, I Dream of Jeannie, uh, Barbara Eden was a genie, and Larry Hagman could close her back in the bottle sometimes. He could trick her to get in or whatever, and he could close her back in. He could put the genie back in the bottle, but she always seemed to get out somehow. Uh, either he let her, or it fell over, or she knocked it over from inside, or whatever. I've actually held that bottle, by the way. Sherwood Schwartz, the creator, I went and interviewed the cast of Gilligan Island at his mansion. They were all there, uh, and he had all the scripts to I Dream of Genie, and he had the bottle, the Genie bottle, on his desk. And I looked inside of it, and he said, that's the number one thing people do. They look to see if there's like a little living room set down inside of the bottle. Sadly, it was empty. Uh, I said, you should have one built in there. Hello? Hello? You know we're looking for it. Uh, anyway, so I think of Jeannie's being out of the bottle because the White House has now made a comment about one of the biggest scandals going around. X has blocked. You cannot uh, search for Taylor Swift on X. Uh, and the reason is someone did some deep fakes, explicit porno, deep fake pornos 
of Taylor Swift. Images, photos, and they're deep fake. But they're, I, I hear that they're very convincing. So she's horrified. Uh, they're suing. Who, you know, they're, they're gathering up the information they need to sue. Uh, there will be actually be arrests made if they can find out who made the images for the distribution of like porn or something. I forget. But so they're, they're, But the White House is very concerned. And, and I love that when people are so concerned. I'm so concerned. We, so many people spend so much time being concerned and zero time doing anything about it. They're just, they're concerned. How are they? Oh, they're concerned. Are they doing anything? No, but they're concerned. Yes, they're concerned, but they're not going to do anything. Well, no. Well, then why aren't they, if they're going, why aren't they going to do anything if they're concerned? Well, because they're concerned, but not motivated. Oh, <laughs> and what would motivate them? Well, money, power. <laughs> Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, the White House is concerned. They're concerned. There's a little furrow across the brow of the White House uh, today. Uh, with, I should go ask Kamala. She's, she's in town because Trump was in town. The rapist and the fraudster was here campaigning over the weekend. Uh, but, and so was Kamala Harris. Uh, so they're concerned. Uh, Taylor is outraged, obviously. Uh, and the public wants to see them, even though they're fake. Uh, which is par for the course. Uh, so, you know, we've had the AI discussion and like how dangerous AI is. And this is proof of how dangerous it is. There are porno pictures going around of a pop star that she didn't pose for, that she didn't authorize, and that if you didn't know better would swear are real. And there are many who will say, Oh no, these are these are real. They're just saying they're AI because you know they're trying to deny it. There are those, you know, Trump's Kool-Aid drinkers. I mean, there was a senator on Meet the Press this weekend, and they said, "Does the eighty-three million dollar, you know, uh, settlement bother you?" And the senator's like, "No." Like, well, have some more Kool-Aid, Senator Lachlan or Lockwood or Lock something. Um, and so there are people who will think that these are actual real photos of Taylor Swift and that she's denying it, but it's not really, you know, a denial that it's not AI that it's her. Because we're in a country of marching morons. As Fargo, boy, Fargo season five, hit it out of the park. Hit it out of the park. Now if there's going to be a season six, the bar is really high. Because Fargo season five, so good. I, I binged it all in one day. I could not stop watching it. The performances are so great. And it's so fucking scary. John Hamm plays like a Trump-loving deep state hating sheriff and the things you hear them say and the, see them do, you know that the, this is what these, his son's like a proud boy. And to see the inner thinking of these people was terrifying to me because I'm like, that's how they think. That's how they talk. I'm like, oh my God, these people are frightening. They're scary. And they wield some powers or out of control. So Fargo season five was great. Uh, but anyway, so the, the whole AI thing, you know, this is what the studios and the actors were fighting and they were, you know, all, the genie's out of the bottle. It's already being used to hurt people. And that's the whole point. That AI is now being used as a weapon to hurt someone. The right, as I said on my show last week, is terrified of Taylor Swift. On SNL, they called her one of the most power or the most powerful woman in America. And she damn well may be. She's like the new Oprah in terms of power. And so what do they immediately do? Deep fake images of her in 
explicit images. This is how they operate, and now they have the tools. And so AI, all this hypothetical, well, we want to make sure that AI is never used to hurt anybody. Well, it has. So now what? Are you going to flip the fucking switch? No. Oh, no, Microsoft execs were, with it. well, we have to just make safeguards and make sure, blah, 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 blah. It's already been used to hurt someone. Willfully, intentionally. They wanted to hurt Taylor Swift. And they created these images. This is not an homage. This is not a fan that likes her. Okay? They wanted to harm her. And so they have. And they used AI to do it. And you see, that that's the whole point of like being happy that we're talking about. It's like we all know that we should just turn the freaking AI computers off. Like just turn them off. Let professionals use them. Doctors, lawyers, you know, have some sort of license or credential. You know, not everyone used to be able to use the MLS, the multiple listing service, and you still can't use it. You can't put your house on the MLS. You, a realtor has to. It's why they get a commission. There is technology that not everybody can access and use. Now, you can make AI that, you know, is instructional for students where they can use it as a, a research tool or whatever. But the fact that anybody and everybody can now use AI to just do whatever they want to do, it's already hurting people. And are we as a species smart enough to turn it off? No. Just like we're not smart enough to get rid of guns, like we're not smart enough to stop the spread of the cancer that is MAGA and Donald Trump. He is going to be on the ballot. The Supreme Court is not going to take him off. Over the weekend, over 50 or 100 historians signed a brief in support of keeping him off the ballot. And you know what? No one's going to, they're not going to care. They're going to let him on the ballot. That's dumb. We do so many dumb things. That's why it's hard to be happy in America today because those of us are not idiots. We see the idiocracy just happening everywhere we go. And we know that we can't stop it because there's too many idiots. We've let lack of education, lack of any kind of value system, lack of any kind of morality. We've let the, and see, that's the problem. I know I sound like them when I say lack of morality. I mean real morality that says you don't hang people to offense because they're gay. You actually love and accept them for who they are. That says it's okay if you want to use different pronouns for someone. It's only language. It doesn't hurt anybody. Morals that say if a person is trans, that's their journey and their business, and I shouldn't make any laws for or against them because this is a medical thing on them. See, that's morality. Morality that says I may be of one faith, but I'm going to love and accept everyone no matter their faith because that's what my faith tells me to do. Real morality. Morality, we're going to get rid of the Catholic Church. It is the largest child rape ring in the world. It only causes division amongst people and hatred. They're tax-exempt. They're taking advantage of our country and our children, and we're going to shut them down. That's morality. Morality, that we're going to make legislation that says no company can make more than 10% profit if they sell food. Period. And I don't mean restaurants. I mean grocery stores, food wholesalers. 
If you sell groceries, you get a 10% profit margin. That's it. That's above your cost. You make your cost for paying your employees and having your infrastructure. And then above that, you can make 10%. Food should not be a high ticket item so people can make a fortune on it. It's a necessity. That's morality. Morality is we're going to provide free utilities to every citizen of America because no one should sit in the dark or without water because they can't pay for something that's that's free. That's morality. And morality would say, we're not going to let one more female superstar have a deep fake made of her and spread around to embarrass her with AI. We're going to turn it off. But we're not very moral, are we? Are we? Think about it. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. This marvelous group of papers that I'm holding up here uh, is the Die Healthy book. It's Look at all these pages that I have written. Uh, this is about 70 pages, and that's a lot of, of non—that's um, a lot of text for a cookbook. Uh, so I'm pretty much almost done with the text part, and now just have to start with the recipes. Um, all right. So, we're, you know, we're talking about morality in the last and, and you know, what is more, you know, about food in particular— you know, it's amazing how people throw their morals out the window when it comes to food. It, that's amazing. I did it for 55 years. It's just amazing. Uh, it, what's, it goes back to the opening song, What's Too Painful to Remember. You know, now that I am a vegan, I have to tell you, you know, I really believe in Vegan in Vegas. I do. I, I believe that there needs to be a show that's based around plant-based eating that shows how fun it is, how tasty it is, and how you won't die if you do it. Um, and... You know, I've been told by three different producers, do a pilot and let's talk. Well, a pilot is like five grand. And, you know, I've reconciled myself to the fact that I'm going to have to do a social media campaign, going to have to beg for the five grand, go around to some some smaller businesses and see if I can't get sponsorship or whatever, but come up with the money to do the pilot, have it edited, do a sizzle reel, and then shop it. I, I get it. Because that's the business I'm in. That's why I said at the beginning of the show, you ever get tired of being you. You know, I know that I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to raise the money and I'll probably raise enough to do the pilot. And, and, but it's, I, I hate that process. I need to just find like five rich vegans that can each give me $1,000 and say here. Or a hundred that can each give me $1,000 and I can do all 13 episodes. But finding that is impossible. I mean, I don't, well, for me, because I don't know how. That's, I, I, don't, I don't know where to look for vegans with money <laughs> and how to con like there are many movie star vegans, but how do you get to them? You know? So, uh, anyway, uh, the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, it's veganuary. So I've, I've been featuring like the kitchen thing that we did on Friday, which a lot of you loved. So I will be in the kitchen more. 
Uh, but, you know, people saying, well, stop hitting people over the head with it. And, you know, saying that, we, we, that we're not going to, you know, we're not really going to save the planet if we all went vegan. You know, it, the, it, why is it so hard for people to understand that the, the way that they have been eating is killing them? And that they have been sold the way they were eating by corporate interests that only benefit from them believing that meat and dairy is good for you. You know, that it's a myth. That is a myth. It is not good for you. But more importantly, when we talk about morality, the animals that you consume are horribly tortured and they want to live. They are sentient beings. And I ignored that for 55 years. An animal lover. I have dogs and cats, and I would I would kill someone for even suggesting they would eat ember. But if ember were a pig or a chicken, no one would have a problem with it. Why? They're just as smart. They want to live just as much. There was a time where we had to eat meat. There was, and there are some countries that still would need to eat meat because they cannot yet go to a plant-based diet because they're not industrialized nations. I get it. But Europe, the United States, Canada, Mexico, there is no reason. And why is that so hard for people? Why is vegan a dirty word? Why online are you open to ridicule? Why do restaurants treat you like shit? You know, I loved going to dinner with Steve the other night and his work at the Silverton at this restaurant called Twin Creeks. And I love that they had a couple options, only two. But it is a steakhouse. But guess who got their food not just last, but when everybody else was halfway through their meal, my meal comes out. Because somehow you should punish the vegan by making them wait forever for their food. And it came with apologies, but so what? Why is it so hard for you or anyone to understand you've been sold a bad bill of goods? Being a meat eater and eating dairy is not in any way, shape, or form good for you. And if you cite the Mediterranean diet in Corral, yes, they have fish. Fish that are not caught like your fish are caught. Okay? Fish that are not farmed like your fish are farmed. And, you know, they don't eat beef over there. They might eat some lamb in the Mediterranean areas, but not much. It's basically small amounts of seafood and then a plant-based diet with lots of beans. Now, why is that so hard to understand? Why does it have to be debated on and on and on? The medical evidence is there. It goes back to the beginning of the show. We know that world wars start in this region where now American soldiers are dead. Why is it so hard to say, Netanyahu, knock it the fuck off, and we are pulling out? We're not going to get in a world war just so we can help you subjugate an entire race of people. Why is that so hard? Why is it so hard to see Donald Trump for the fraudster, rapist, criminal that he is? And his children as the... Why is it so hard to say that Jared Kushner took $2 billion from the Saudis because his father gave him documents? We all know that. But why must it be debated on end? Why must Trump's guilt or innocence be debated on end? When do we ever just stick a pin in it? And it's the same with diet. It ain't me. It's not just that I enjoy a plant-based diet, so I want everybody to. No, it's science. It's what the world needs. 
not to make fun of people who choose to do it, not to make it hard on them and punish them and not have anything for them to eat at places. That is not what we should be doing. And why is that so hard to understand? Why is it so hard for you? To, why do you still email me that, oh, well, you know, being a plant-based eater may be good and maybe, you know, but it's not going to protect you from all the diseases and it's not going to. No, you're still going to get old and fucking die. It's what, what does this say right here on the front of the book? What does that say? It says die healthy. That's what it says. But you're still going to die. And you may get the cancer and you may get this or you may get that, but you're going to be healthier along the way. But more importantly, you'll be able to look a cow in the eye again. You'll be able to pet a pig and realize you're not slaughtering its relatives who are intelligent. You'll be able to look at the ocean and realize you're not doing anything to deplete its already massively depleted resources. And you're going to be able to look up in the sky and know that your meat isn't being flown in from Argentina or somewhere ripping a hole in the atmosphere as it goes. Why is that so hard to understand? You know, we act like so much of today's culture is so hard to get, like the debate on gun violence. Why is it so hard to understand that we need to get rid of guns? So the Second Amendment was not intended for this, and we need to get rid of them. What, what is so hard to understand about that? I don't know, but we're going to talk more about these and many other issues. Thank you, patrons, new and old, at patreon.com forward slash really Carell. I love you. This coming Sunday, we're going to do a Patreon call. Uh, so look for the email. Thank you. Follow me on social media at really Carell on Instagram and subscribe at really Carell on YouTube, please. Please? Pretty please? I need you to. Hey, uh, really, Carell. Really? Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.